We are out here at the Badgers Windy City Invite in Chicago at Gately Stadium, which is sure to be the fastest meet in Chicago this winter, maybe even of the year. We've got some pre-race interviews lined up for you right here. But head on over to YouTube, Beer Mile Media, and subscribe there. We will have race footage as well as post-race interviews. And you're going to see some things you've never seen before. Have you ever seen drone coverage at an indoor track meet? Have you ever seen Ronnie Warhurst and other coaches mic'd up commentating on their athletes competing? Well, you're going to see that with our coverage over at Beer Mile Media on YouTube. So subscribe there now and be on the lookout for all those videos to drop in the next couple of days. And while you're listening to this, make sure you hit the follow button, subscribe button on the podcast platform you're listening to. Give us a five-star rating and you won't miss a thing over the next few days and all of our great interviews to come in the coming weeks. Thanks for tuning in and keep up to date on your hygiene by heading to manscaped.com and using code BEERMILE for 20% off everything. Cheers, y'all. My name is Joey Barriatua. I'm Aaron Templeton. We run for Tim and Elite. What events are you uh, Both racing the 5K, yeah. You're gonna uh, race it all out? All out, yeah. yeah. All out. I'll be pacing <laughs> everything three, we got. Yeah. I'll pace the 3K the next day, but this will be all out tonight, so, or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. It's not gonna dog it just so you can pace the 3K. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's most important. I don't important know, I mean, it's gonna be funny to watch him pace that 3K after he goes all out in his vibe. To be totally honest with you, sometimes that's cool to watch. I see some of these guys going out really fast. I'm like, I'm really. I think for both of us, we're coming off of U.S. Cross Country Championships, so this is our first indoor race of the season and really our only indoor race uh, before running the 10K outdoors. So this is really like a rip off the Band-Aid, just get used to running like in you know, a hamster wheel around a track and just uh, get the legs spinning. So um, I know for uh, for my race, they're, they're going for 13-15 pace. And, um, yeah, that's gonna. That's a little bit of unfamiliar territory for me, but I know I'm in good enough shape to do something around that, you know, around that time. So I'm just gonna hop in there and see what I can do, and just no expectations. Yeah, for me, I opted for the second heat just because I've been hurt for a couple of years, so I'm just trying to get some experience under my belt. Um, I think 13, 15 seemed a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but me and Joey traveled really well together for uh, cross champs. So uh, in my mind, it was a no-brainer just to kind of come out here with him. Hop in a race, try to you know get some get some experience. I guess like Joey said, tear the bandaid off. Yeah. You guys get a good feel for the track during the warm up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's been I think for me since college, since I've competed on the indoor track, so it's been about three years. Uh, getting used to the bank again is going to be weird. Um, I think. I'm very, uh, I guess, not used to being like on it every step, and I think that's kind of part of indoor track is a lot of, you know, hectic hustle and bustle on the track. On the track, so yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of an adventure mentally tomorrow, but that's all right. How's the season been progressing so far with your guys kind of splitting up, going different places, racing, all that? Have you guys been connecting a lot for training or not yeah, as much? Yeah, we've, we've been doing a lot of training together, which has been really good. Um, Drew and Austin have definitely been more mile emphasis, so uh, and it's paying off great. Obviously, they had great races two weekends ago in New York and in Boston. So, um, but for the most part, all the distance guys and like our road group have been training a lot together, which has been really good. Um, we finally just hopped on the track the past couple of weeks to do a little bit of you know, quicker 5K rhythm stuff. So yeah, everybody's been doing awesome. We had a great weekend two weekends ago and we're just kind of hoping to keep that momentum rolling. You know, we have guys at Melrose this weekend, we have Tori at BU, so we're really excited just to, uh, we're basically the first race, you know, so we're gonna set the tone for the guys at Melrose, to, you know, the day after. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Coach Hunter 
uh, really kind of emphasizes that strength is speed. And so I think for most of us, we're doing a lot of similar work regardless. So we match up with everybody else on the team for at least part of like every workout. So um, it is nice to, you know, kind of dip into both worlds where you're getting, you know, some strength stuff and then, you know, you're hopping into your specific work after that. So um, yeah, Joan really kind of has us crossing paths a lot with all our teammates. <laughs> It's been excellent. Yeah, she's a she's a super great coach. You know, people people have the nice little moniker Tin Mom, and she is like really like a second mother, especially for just speaking on my own personal experience. I, uh, you know, I really like to have like close like friendships with my coaches. My high school, my college coach were some of my best friends growing up, and I still keep in touch with them today. So, um, Joan has been like a great like professional coach figure for that for me, where I can basically go to her for anything, which is really nice and. Um, I can call her out on things if I feel the need to, and she's like one to calm me down. You know, she's definitely not afraid to call me out on things. Um, and we just have like a great like coach-athlete relationship where I can really trust her, and at the same time, like I can take really good control of my own training and knowing what works best for me. Where if I, you know, for example, this fall is like, coach, I, you know, I've been running 90 miles a week. I think I can jump it up to 105. You know, this fall going into cross-country season, she said, "Great, I agree. Let's try it out. And if it doesn't work, we can always, you know, hold it back a little bit." So she's been really a great collaborator um, to work alongside with. Yeah, I think Joan has really reset team culture a lot for us in a in a positive way. Um, like Joey said, I think we're a lot closer, and it's just the athlete coach relationships a lot closer. Um, and yeah, she's always really just hungry for bettering us, which is great because that means that she's bettering herself all the time. She's really hungry to learn, which is super awesome to see. She's always trying to figure out and um, pick other coaches' brains and make sure that she takes everything into account, uh, which is just great to see. You know, in the past we've had uh, not so much that, so you know, it's nice to it's nice to see somebody who really is advocating for us and is really focused on us. As a team with like a lot of camaraderie. Uh, splitting up to do meets like this, how do you guys kind of reconnect or keep up, you know, if you're competing at the same time, just different location? Yeah, I, I mean, I think we obviously, you know, the classic group meet, that kind of stuff, um, but we do a lot of like, I guess, hanging out at uh, like our main team house we all live under. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's nice just to kind of chat with roommates and see each other at practice and everything. And I think, um, like Joey said, I think setting the tone on weekends like this is really important and we there really is sort of a sense of team camaraderie where it's like when the first domino falls then everyone else who's running that weekend sort of tends to think, okay, sweet, I, you know, we've all basically been doing the same training, like I'm going to feel good too. Um, so yeah, it's, it, I think it's just synergy there. Yeah, I think a lot of the work in terms of like that team camaraderie going into races is built like the week prior. So for us, this whole week has just been like a really good buzz being at practice and workouts and stuff, knowing that we're going into this big weekend. It's just so tough to like really focus on other things outside of your own race on a race weekend. So I think communication can be a little bit low before a race, you know, other than like the general good luck text or maybe a phone call. But for the most part, like I really, you know, personally, I really felt the energy this week going into the race where like, we're like talking to each other, we're really hyping each other up that we're gonna have a great weekend. So um, I prefer that human to human connection rather than like a good luck text before. It's yeah. like, that does nothing for me. I've raced in 20 minutes, yeah. like, shut up, like leave me alone, you know, so. I have one, one final 
February. With all of these fast times, how do you guys feel? Is it the training? Is it the coaching? Is it the everyone now is talking about these super shoes or super spots that people are wearing? Where do you guys make it in? I think it's a little bit of everything, to be honest. I uh, obviously all those factors, like people are just running fast for a bunch of reasons. I think obviously the training's been uh, magnified a lot, especially with super super shoes and training. So we're just able to do more without hurting ourselves or being able to recover faster. Um, I also think there's just like a general belief that if somebody else can do it, you can do it. And so, um, and I think that really did start back in 2019, I think was when they made those world championship standards really difficult. People rose to the occasion with that. And once you see, like if I were to see you know, a guy that I've raced before and been close with run a big PR, I know that I could also do that. So I think just like we're continually raising the standard for each other. And now that's just getting under 13 with Klecker and Woody breaking 13 the other day at BU. Now guys are thinking like, oh, 13 tens out the window. Like I can maybe run 13 lows. So, you know, this race is a little to toned down compared to that. But the fact that I'm racing a against a bunch of college kids that are trying to run 13, 15 is pretty insane. So I know that they can, if they can run it, I can run it. So I'm going to go go ahead and stick my nose in it. Yeah, I I, I couldn't set it, set it any better myself. I mean, it's just once you set a standard, there's kind of no choice but to hit it. And I think, you know, like Joey said, there's a lot of different factors that sort of go into it. And I think that, yeah, the general sense of training and what is normal in training now and what you can recover from and what you can't is just changed. And that as, you know, that reflects to the entire sport. Every event has gotten faster. And, um, you know, I think we've seen a huge shift in the sport in the last three years. And I think it's, you know, maybe we're going to hit some sort of a wall at some point soon. And, you know, things are going to kind of level off where we kind of find our new barriers. But, uh, you know, for right now, um, you know, the sky's the limit. Cool. Awesome. Thank awesome. You. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.